Yo, what's going on everybody? It is 3 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Today is Thursday, March 25th, 2021. Because it's Thursday, that means it's time for happy hour. Hopefully you've brought a recovery beverage of your choice. Today I have brought with me some Everyday Hero from Revolution Brewing, which is a local brewery here in Chicago. And they have like a whole series of beers. Hold on. They have a whole series of beers uh, based on kind of this hero IPA that they made. Uh, Anti-Hero was the first one that they made and they have a whole bunch of different iterations of it. Um, Galaxy Hero is also particularly tasty, but this Everyday Hero is kind of a, it's a session IPA. It's a little bit easier drinking. I've had it before, but today I thought it was a day that uh, I could definitely use a recovery beverage. So cheers to you guys. Let me know what you're drinking, what you're recovering with today. You're having a good day. Uh, let's take a quick moment to say hi to everyone. Um, I always say that like it's a commercial ad read. I'd love to get an ad read, but uh, I haven't really been seeking that out. But but what I do want to do instead is say hi to everyone listening on the podcast, the audio only version. Hopefully you guys are having a good run or hopefully you guys are on a commute home, not drinking a recovery beverage, but on a commute home and driving at the end of a long day and just relaxing and enjoying the conversation and everyone watching this on YouTube after the fact, it's hopefully it's after five o'clock wherever you are and you can enjoy uh, a beverage with us as well. So that, let's say hi to who's here. We had um, Robert Hodge, who was the first one here today and Jeff Elliott shortly thereafter. What's going on guys? Inez is here as well. And Stephen Hostchild said, love a bit of positivity from a great group. Awesome, Stephen, welcome. Emma says, happy Thursday. Anyone else get their your in email for Chicago Marathon today? Ooh, I think those have been going around. I did, oh, today was a super busy day for me. I'll tell you guys a little bit more about it, but I did see on Twitter a couple of people posting that. So I assume that like another round of kind of uh, acceptances or whatever you want to call them um, did go out today. Uh, so hopefully you guys made it in. It looks like uh, Roberto Dip Davila got his email. So he'll be running Chicago. I'm running Chicago. I've already... Um, I think that I was eligible to, I, I got my kind of like a uh, confirmation a while ago. I think I ran on a good for time, uh, entry. So I had that. So hopefully it'll be a nice fun group. Hopefully it'll happen. Um, interesting news today. We've been getting an increase in cases. I think the number of hospitalizations is still pretty flat, but the number of cases has increased substantially, especially in like the 18 to 40 year old category, which I don't know why that's a category. That seems to be a category lately. So there's been kind of like a pause on uh, further reopening of businesses uh, and capacities here in Chicago. So hopefully that's a, enough of a measure to kind of keep things tamped down to the level that they've been. But, you know, and hopefully that also still means good things for an October race. All right, Jonas here says, hi everyone. Hope everyone had a great day. Got a 10K PB, awesome. Great work on our progression run today. A 54.02 10K, awesome. Really pushing herself. Well, great, great, fantastic work. Awesome. Um, all right, let's see what else we have here. David Prabhu says, happy Thursday. Sipping on some natural coconut water. That sounds good. I, mean, I felt like today I could really either use a beer or a recovery beverage. I went, I went with the beer today. Even though, you know, normally when I'm in more of a training mode, um, I don't normally partake too many uh, in too many drinks. But 
Man, today was a weird day because uh, I tried to get that Polar video. It's still not out yet. It's rendering right over there on my uh, editing computer right now as we speak. Um, it's not that long of a video, but it took me a long to make it not be super long. So I've cut out a whole bunch aggressively on it. It'll get rendered. I'll upload it. Hopefully that should be up a little bit after a live stream day, like by around dinner time for me. Um, but yeah, it was a big video. I've been working on it all day, basically just like neglecting all the children, um, putting them on like kind of cruise control. The baby has been watching TV all day, which, uh, she wasn't all that upset about having to do that. I feel bad about it. And then, um, yeah, so there was that. I did have one meeting that I took today and then I did take the girls to the park for kind of their lunchtime normal routine. But man, I've been just trying to get this video out and it became a beast. Uh, and I should have been able to see it coming, but I didn't. I never do. I never plan appropriately for it. Uh, but the video is, is done. It'll go up soon. And now I'm drinking kind of a celebratory beer. So I think it's a good video. I like it. I, I think that it's going to have some legs. I don't know if people will watch it a ton like right away, but I think over time people will keep referring to it. So I'm, I'm thinking it'll be it'll do pretty good. Jeff Elliott says, though, talking about you know some of those fall races, Jeff Elliott says his local race in November is still saying that it's virtual. Now, if a, if a race has already gone virtual, do you think that they'll go back later on and say like, oh, never mind, guys, we are going to go in person? You know what I mean? Like, I think that's hard. Like, for example, I've been hearing a lot of stuff about the Peachtree Road Race, which normally uh, 4th of July is a very tough uh, weekend for me because we usually have a lot of family stuff that goes on uh, on the 4th of July. We have some family birthdays. We have some parades that we always attend. Usually some of our family members are in them. So just the, the local, like, uh, New Vienna area parades. But, you know, I was like, oh, this could be an unusual year. I might get kind of... Uh, some uh, freedom to go and uh, to try that race because I'd love to be able to do it. And they have like some in-person, but a lot of it is virtual. So I don't know, maybe I'll do that one virtually, but from Iowa this year, but I don't know. But like that one see has like a partial like live component and then virtual. But if it said like, you know, no one's in person anymore, I wonder if that's gonna be real hard to go back to having some in-person if conditions improve. Hmm. Rick Sutter is also going to be going to uh, coming to Chicago for the marathon. Awesome. Very cool. Um, let's see. Nicholas Stobick says, cheers. Looks good. Awesome. What's going on, Nicholas? And Spence says, you all ever have a wildly unproductive day and just look forward to Kofuzi live stream? Uh, that's kind of how I feel most days. Uh, I feel like, oh, I spent too much time working on YouTube stuff or like answering, comp like responding to comments and like saying no to weird like review request emails all day and i feel like i did not do enough today like there's a mountain of laundry that's accumulating and i'm like ah oh, i really needed to get that done today um and like the dishes in the kitchen are like piling up and i'm like oh, i really need to do a lot more but today you know i did a lot of actual work it just it doesn't never feels all that productive but you know there was something that i felt like that i was dealing with a lot with my work work and, um, you know, my role had been changing in my job back when I had a job, um, where I was no longer like the doer and I was more like the face of the company. And so, uh, the things that were productive for me, like taking meetings, um, doing seminars, uh, public speaking, like those kinds of things, 
never felt like work and preparing for those things never felt like work. So every day I was doing what I think I was supposed to be doing, but it never felt like I got anything done. So there was a big dissonance there. So I'm trying to like reapply that to now and what my current set of responsibilities is. And I'm like, oh, well, I still didn't get the laundry done and the dishes in the sink. Uh, the kitchen's still a mess. So no, I think objectively I'm not getting enough done during the day, but I'm trying to be like, be kinder to myself in that regard. Um, just because I don't have like a, a big to-do list of things that I can cross off doesn't mean I'm not getting stuff done. So I'm, I'm saying, Spence, you probably did more than than you think today. Sue says, hi for happy hour Thursday. Hi, everybody. What's going on, Sue? Good to see you again. Um, yeah, Jeff Elliott says about his November race, he can't imagine that it won't be in person. Just wish they would update the site. Yeah. That's, I mean, unless they've already been like, we're not doing that in person, but I can't, I mean, that's going to be so annoying if like, if races have been in person for like months and all of a sudden you're like, they won't give me my 50 bucks back for this race that's going to be virtual. That, that would be super annoying. Mm, this is a, this is a very tasty beer. Um, it reminds me a lot of like, uh, was it Founders All Day IPA? So kind of like that, kind of like an IPA light almost, a little bit less bitter, a little bit lighter on the alcohol too. Uh, a nice afternoon beer, a nice sipping drink that you can just have a whole bunch, which is nice, but I'm just gonna have one today. And on the can it says, smooth tropical flavors save the day. Awesome. I'm not sure I'm getting tropical, but I am getting a little bit of that fruitiness that I, that I do like in, uh, in beer. Jeff Elliott says, don't, don't talk about laundry and dishes. I'm trying to ignore them. Yeah, I'm trying to enjoy, ignore them too, but the piles, like, it's taking a lot of effort to work around them. <laughs> uh, Corey Allen says, I am doing, I'm hoping the Bix 7-Miler in Davenport, Iowa happens the last week in July uh, and that I can run with, with Co. Meb is always there in the top of the pack. Oh, really? Hmm, last week in July? That's going to be hot. In Davenport? Hmm. Davenport's not too hard to get to from here. Um, a seven-miler? That's a weird distance, too. I like it. I like it. All right, Corey. I'm going to I'm gonna have to see if I can put that on the calendar. I think that'll be fun. Uh, my mom's here. Hi, Mom. How's it going? Um, all right. Nolan Park says, hey, Co. Do Chicago boys take some getting used to? Um, you know, I don't know. I'm not really sure. Most of my friends are not like super native Chicagoans. Um, my friends that I have from college that were like from Chicago, from Chicago, and, I, I'm, and by Chicago, I mean like not uh, the suburbs. Um, my friends that I like were like born and raised in Chicago. Uh, they were all, uh, the thing that they all shared in common is they were my really good friends that I felt like we could have a really crazy fun night out together or they might hurt me. It's just kind of, I don't have a collection of friends like that. And that seems to be a pretty strong consensus um, or a commonality uh, amongst the friends that I have who are from Chicago. But like among my friend group now, most of them are not Chicago natives. So I'm not, I'm not sure, but I also think it depends on what neighborhood so what type of Chicago boy you're talking about, Nolan? Um, <laughs> Albert says Co's hair is getting pretty epic. It is getting pretty long. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, it's getting very long. But like, I keep wondering, am I, am I, do I just look like the old dude with the ponytail that just needs to let it go? 
I'm just going to ride this out a little bit longer. I probably am, but, you know, you know we'll, we'll, we'll ride it out a little longer. Um, DJ Maldib says, cautiously optimistic Chicago will happen. Seems like Vax Pace is rapidly accelerating now. Hopefully they can turn out booster for variants and her immunity will be enough to snuff the transmission. I mean, that's what I'm hoping too. Um, I saw some really weird numbers um, come up. Uh, not weird, not startling, just some interesting Chicago statistics to give you guys an update on like what's going on in Chicago. So they were saying that, um, you know, by the end of the month, they hope that basically uh, everyone that is 16 and over, but with a condition, and then anyone who is a um, uh, essential worker of some sort has an opportunity to get uh, is like the uh, vaccinations are open to all of them in Chicago. It's not open to everybody yet. Um, but they were saying if they open it up to everyone with a condition 16 and over and everyone who's an essential worker in Chicago, that will cover 84% of Chicagoans. That means that like 16% of Chicagoans are, I think children and healthy people. That's a weird number, right? I feel like I was like, wow. Like, I know, I know I've been saying all along, I'm very happy to wait my turn and let lots of people who need it more than me go ahead of me. But I'm like, it feels like I'm waiting a really long time at this point. I mean, but I guess I can't complain because I really thought that I wouldn't be getting a shot until June. So I'm trying to keep all that in mind. So, like, that's where Chicago's at. Um, and hopefully, uh, you know, things do pick up the pace. That's what, that's what I would like to see. All right, Shannon says, I bought my first hydration vest today, Solomon Advanced Skin 8. I've heard that one's a really good one. And after wetlands, after water fountains being shut off all last summer and lots are still shut off, I'm surprised I didn't get one sooner. Yeah, what have you been running with? Like a, a speed flask, like one that sticks on your hand or like a flip belt? Or you just been going without, Shannon? Hmm, I think that Advanced Skin 8 is gonna do you well, especially it gets so hot in St. Louis. I think people underestimate how hot it gets there like i mean i always thought that the weather in st louis was going to be pretty similar to like what i grew up with i was like looking at the map i'm like longitudinally or latitude i don't know which one i can't remember which one it is latitudinally it seems about similar to new jersey so the weather should be similar but it's hotter and more humid than anything i experienced growing up it was really hot i remember i used to work at the med school over there and in the summertime just walking from my car to the lab I would get so hot in the morning and this would be like eight o'clock in the morning. I would get so hot that I would spend like my first 10 or 15 minutes at work inside like the walk-in uh, refrigerator. So that's how hot it was. It was, it's hot. It's a hot place. So like, I can't imagine running without a lot, a lot of hydration in the summer. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's scroll down a little bit. Sorry guys. I, uh, I'm a little behind on the, on the chat. Steve Arnberg says, yes, yeah, Chicago cases are on the rise again, mainly young people. I ran through Old Town on Saturday, and people are most definitely over it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people. I mean, though, I took my wife and I, we took the girls to have a little picnic in our usual, like, picnic spot along the lake um, over the weekend. And, uh, you know, we brought a little blanket, some snacks, uh, and found a little, you know, place by the water where we could be away from a lot of people. But there were a lot of people out there. I mean, everyone's distant, but you just like you look around and you're like, oh, there's a lot of people here. I can't imagine because I don't I don't go to bars. I didn't go to bars before, and I definitely don't go now. Um, but I can't imagine like how out of control it, it would feel to me. 
you know so I hopefully people can kind of um just chill out for a little while longer uh, Robert Hodge says hey Kofuzi how does one get to running 20 miles my longest running time at one time is six and a half always suggest I've been using 10% rules in regard to time well you know what Robert what I would do is you know for your long run of the day um for your long run of the day I would or of the week um try to go a little bit longer than last time don't worry about pace. In fact, slow down the pace. Get your most like max cushion shoe or your most comfortable shoes that you have. Make sure you're, if, it, if you need to, bringing hydration and bring a gel or two. Um, and, and focus on just the time on feet and the distance and slowly extending that. And you could do that, I think, every week as long as you're adjusting your weekly mileage to kind of fall within that 10% rule. So like, it, it could take a while. I mean, I remember, um, you know, for my first marathon training block, I think I ran only like 16 or 18 miles and that wasn't a very good marathon. But I mean, at that point I was the same where my longest run had been several years ago before that. And I'd only been like the six mile range. So it like takes a little bit to build up, it takes some time. Um, but I would say like, you know, every week try to push it just a little bit. And then whatever your next run is after that, take a little bit off of that to kind of adjust and tinker with the weekly mileage. And then, and then you can go from there. So that's that's something that I would do. I don't know if I would do it like five, six, seven weeks in a row, but three or four weeks in a row, I think you could definitely do that in accordance with like kind of that ten percent rule. Um, all right. Let's see what else we got here. Um, Luis is here. What's going on, Luis? Good to see you again. And. JC said, running my second Texas Independent Relay this weekend, 184 miles, 12 team members, three legs each. Oh, that sounds like fun. Probably a sleepless night ahead. Hey, fun. I mean, I, I do think that sounds like fun. Um, awesome. Cool, JC. That's a lot of miles. 12 times 184. 12, 12 into 184. What's that? Each person has to run like 12 miles each. That's not too bad, right? Is that how, it works? Is that how the math works? I'm not sure. Shannon says, before she got her Innovate, she's been running with nothing up to 18 miles in the winter. Okay, but winter's fine. Uh, but handheld, uh, an 18-ounce amphipod, humidity in St. Louis is not enjoyable. That's for sure. That is an understatement. Um, not really, Hank Aaron says, my dad got the vaccine and he's 83. Awesome. That is great news. Glad to hear it. Seems as shoe reviewing is essential work, Shirley. No, it's definitely, definitely not. Um, yeah, but again, I'm, I'm happy to wait. What's frustrating about like, you know, that though is like right now, um, block club Chicago, which is like a local independent media source here, um, been doing some fast, fantastic investigative journalism and, um, uncovering instances of Chicago being very Chicago and, uh, certain kind of healthcare providers having VIP vaccine lists and giving them to, uh, you know, friends that kind of thing so like all the kind of the nastiness that you would associate with uh, a town no for corruption and nepotism you know a lot of that's starting to surface so that gets very frustrating um but you know i'm sure there's a lot of that everywhere but you know overall i can i can still hang out i'm still i'm doing fine i'm doing fine so you know i i can i, I can manage a little longer 
Um, oh, you know what? On that note, though, um, I was just watching yesterday uh, Nick Burr. Bar, Bar, Bear, I don't know how to say his name, Nick Bear, the big guy who's a triathlete. And he was training for um, a Texas triathlon, a Texas Ironman. But he said it was canceled, but the area that it's being held is in the woodlands. And that's where they just had the woodlands. Is that not the same place? Does anyone know? Is that not, is that not the exact same place? Um, is not that is not that the same place that uh, they just did the Woodlands Marathon a little while ago, where um, Thomas and Ben Johnson and Megan and um, and Robbie they all went for a marathon like in person. They didn't they just have like the biggest road race since like since basically of the pandemic. And so it's surprising that they would shut that whole thing down. I mean, I don't understand it. I mean, it was it was real bizarre to me. Um, Natalia, I'm not sure how to say that last name, Zicholowska. Natalia says, I woke up to an acceptance email for Chicago Marathon, first non-virtual marathon for me, and we need a Kofuzi meetup. Well, we'll definitely have one, assuming this race goes. I'm feeling better about it. Early, like a month ago, two months ago, I was saying there's like a less than a 50-50 shot. But I'm starting to feel more optimistic cautiously optimistic but more optimistic and we'll definitely have a meetup we've done meetups before in prior years and they've been a lot of fun um so we'll have to see what we can do uh for this year um, all right and let's see jc said the ironman texas involves harris county and they said no i believe that's it oh really so it's like a, just another a different county and the different county just said no. Oh. Is that is that different though than where the Woodlands Marathon was? Oh, and Tony Massey says, yeah, it was because the bike course went through a different county and that county's having a rise. Oh, okay. Oh, that's gotta be super frustrating. I mean I totally understand. But when was that gonna event gonna go? Was it soon? Like in, in like 30 or 60 days, right? And Remy says, Iron Man is stealing money. That organization is in trouble. And my coach was supposed to be there too. They cancel after the transfer resource policy window and don't trust Iron Man. I've been reading a lot about that. I don't know how to weigh in on it because you know, I've never signed up for an Iron Man race. I've never signed up for a triathlon race. But I've been watching all of Triathlon Terran's videos. And he's been posting a lot. And the way that he talks about it it makes it sound like they've not only been unhappy, they've been basically doing what he says they've been doing, but also they've been trying to go after him for talking about what they've been doing um, basically to their customers. So it's um, it's bizarre that that kind of stuff is happening, especially in light of the fact that Challenge, that other competitor company, seems to be doing a really good job right now. And they've got a lot of, I feel like they've got a lot of momentum. And I feel like if Iron Man can't like, you know, do a little bit more to cater on the customer service side. I mean, if a county won't issue them a permit, that's one thing. But, like, you know, they got to do something more. Otherwise, they're going to lose customers to that competitor challenge events or whatever it's called forever, I think. And they might not be able to bounce back. Yeah. Mm. 
see. Uh, Alright, what else do we have here, guys? A vegan runner. What's going on? Says, just bought a pair of Glycerin 19s. I arrived today. Never wonder, I never had such, worn such a plush shoe. Hmm. That sounds so different than the Glycerin 18 that I tried last year. I might have to take a look. Maybe <laughs> when I feel comfortable going to a running store again, maybe I'll have to try that one on. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to buy it, but maybe we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Mm. Oh, Ben, I said Ben from this messy happy also had a bad experience with Ironman. Oh, I didn't know he was a triathlete, not being flexible about transferring paid races. Oh. Wow. That's crazy. Ray W says, what is the softest daily trainer? Nova Blast, Ultra Boost, Pegasus 37. Got a fourth recommendation for a soft midsole. Um, I would say Nova Blast is certainly soft. I don't think the Pegasus is that soft. The Ultra Boost is soft if you're more of a heel striker. Um, I would also look at the um, Zumax Invincible. And I think the Infinity Run, I, I'm not a huge fan of the Infinity Run. I like the Epic React more than I like the Infinity Run. But um, that also, I like the React Foam in there. Um, but if, I don't know that it's, it's, it's comfortable, but not necessarily soft. I'd say softer. I'd say the Clifton seven is another one that I would look at in that category. Mm. All right, let me scroll back up. See if I missed anything good from you guys. Sorry about that. All right, Corey Allen says, I'm going to give the Timex Ironman R300 a try. I thought this was about, I was like, what kind of race is that? Timex? But like, also, Timex still exists? Does it still exist? It's a $129 watch that DC Raymaker says is accurate as $600 garments. That's interesting. You know what I keep like wanting to be good, but I just end up never like thinking that's a watch that I want to get. I really want Casio to make something fun um, that I could use. You know, here here's where I think that there's like a real opportunity for a watch. Um, is that like, you know, I like to use external sensor sensors. Sorry, let me adjust this. I'm getting we're getting cloudy. I like using external sensors. I like a foot pod. I use an external heart rate monitor. So like those are two pretty important sensors that uh, and I don't really need the G. I like to have the GPS tracing, but I guess I don't really need it because I just care about the pace and distance information. Um, but like, that means I just need like the, I don't need so many sensors, but I need internals. I need just a way for the watch to be a display rather than having so many brains and sensors itself. So like, I, I'd be really interested if there was a watch that could do that, but it always seems like the watches that are like, you know, light on the, the sensors within the package always seem to have like that kind of functionality functionality locked down. So I'm surprised that like, I mean, I guess Koros is kind of going that way and with the uh, pace too. Um, but they've also like just put in a bunch of sensors in that watch as well. So it's like, I think there's some really interesting uh, disruption opportunities in the, I mean, disruption is not the right word. There's some real opportunities for innovation in terms of not necessarily the newest technology, but new approaches and doing things a little bit differently in the uh, the running watch space that I think uh, could be really interesting. But, yeah. Um, 
Oh, Bryce Blankfield said, might be moving to Chicago. My wife has an interview at Argonne National Laboratory. That's cool. That's a place that I've never been. I don't know if you can visit, but it sounds like an awesome place. Well, good luck to your wife. And Matt Pitzer says, got my application accepted today for the 2021 Chicago Marathon. Excited to see Chicago for the first time and run in this amazing race. Awesome. Awesome, Matt. Hopefully we'll get to see you in, uh, I guess not, I don't want to say just a couple months and start freaking people out, but it's, it would be, you know, six and a half months from now. So, you know, not soon, but hopefully soon. Um, all right. Jason Dahl says, I miss the old school Timex Ironman watches. The two giant start and stop lap buttons on them. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. I don't remember those, so I can't really say, I can't picture it in my mind. Charlie Wen says, enjoyed your Houston marathon series. That's where he's from. Return for Redemption, Chevron 2022. I think that, you know, I'd like to do the half marathon. Um, so that's probably a bit more likely just because it's, it's kind of hard to train for a marathon in Chicago, uh, in January. And so like the half marathon might be a better fit. And then the other thing that's around that time of year, we've talked about it in a couple other live streams is that I want to do the Disney marathon just because I want to take my kids to Disney world. Um, and so like, we'll see where like kind of those two events fit calendar wise. And maybe I can work one into the other. But I would love a redemption race. Um, but I think also just running the half marathon would be a lot of fun too. Uh, but and I think that and usually the competition, not that I need the competition, but like in terms of pros that go, it's very interesting to see who shows up for the half marathon and the marathon. So I think that would be just kind of fun to try to experience that part of the race as well. So uh, I don't know about it for 2022, but I, I certainly see it happening within the next, uh, if not 2022, 2023. Um, all right. Vegan runner says, I usually go up half a size in all shoes and the Brooks feel fine lengthwise, possibly a little narrow around the midfoot. Other than that, they feel like a very fun shoe just standing in them. I don't know. Maybe I'll have to try that glister in 19. You guys are tempting me. Robert Hedge says, would you ever do a Centurion race? hundred miles in 24 hours. Oh, baby. Um, what's that what's the mile pace on that um i don't know it seems like a lot and i think once like the sleep deprivation gets involved i'm less and less interested in that and then like running at night i just don't like running at night i love running adventures i love running i don't mind running in the dark if it's about to be sunrise but like just running when you're sleep deprived at night is just not that uh appealing to me but I could see doing it. I could see it. Mm. All right. Talking about some of those other daily trainers we were mentioning. Eric says he's not a fan of the upper on the infinity run one, but 20 miles. And it's just not for me. Okay. I mean, I liked the knit that was on the infinity run one. Um, I didn't try the Infinity Run 2, and I probably am not going to. Um, but yeah, I could see that. The uh, part right around, was it around the like the heel and ankle, the part that bothered you, or was it just too tight or, or too loose? 
I could see complaints going either way. I could see it being too tight in the foot cage um, or too loose in the toes and heel. Not in the toes, but like moving around a little bit. Jana says, the Pec 37 gets softer with more mileage. She's got 517 Ks in them and they feel pretty damn great. That's a lot of Ks. Hmm. See mine, I mean, I guess I didn't, maybe I didn't run in mine. I ran a, over, I ran like 125, 135 miles in mine. Um, but they never felt soft to me. It felt like they made that for a much shorter distance runner. All right, let's scroll back down to the bottom, see uh, what else we got. Um, all right, Remy says, when you consider that a world major marathon costs about $300 to register and Ironman costs about 700 it stings a little more to have an events cancel and not get a refund or transfer. Yeah. I mean, those, I mean, like, just like the cost of triathlon, I get it. There's more to it. There's stages, there's swimming, there's bicycling or cycling, and there's running involved. The logistics are, you know, exponentially more difficult. I get all that. And so, like, I understand that it would cost more. There's drop bags, there's transition zones, all that stuff. But, it, like, just the cost is a lot. The cost is definitely a lot. I mean, the races cost more. Um, just traveling to get to the races costs more too, because you got to bring your your bikes with you, and so it's a lot. I could, I think I can see why people like it. Although I'm still not much of a swimmer, but I do want to try one. I would like to try the Chicago one, because there's one that the same company that puts on the Chicago half, that's right before the Chicago Marathon. I think it's Lifetime. They put on the Chicago. I don't know what distance triathlon that is, but it's usually uh, late in the summer. I'd like to try that one. That's probably the one that I've been trying. Ben Y says, when will we have augmented reality run trackers? I'm ready for it. It already exists. I don't know if they're actually for sale. But I remember there was a time where I was seeing something. I kept seeing ads on Instagram for like basically goggles that you wore while you were on a track. And what it would do is it would give you a ghost runner next to you. And you can, and I don't know if they were using it for kind of like beast, beat yourself. Kind of like in true like video game fashion where like your best time you'd race against yourself. I'm thinking Gran Turismo 2. Or if it was like you can set a pacer to run you at a certain pace. I, I wouldn't mind having the pacer. That'd be interesting. But I wouldn't want to want run with goggles on my face. Mm. Mr. Random says, Hey, Co, any tips for running a 100-mile week? I'm planning on giving it a go in the summer. Um, yeah, I will say uh, I did mine all in singles, <laughs> which was tough i would say if you have the time and the ability to break up at least a couple of those days i would do that it's just a little bit easier on you and like mentally it's not as daunting um the other thing that i would say is um you know build up to it i would train for it uh, i'm not saying you got to be like running consistently 70 mile weeks then 80 mile weeks and then 90 mile weeks i was running about mid mid to low 70s and then i was able to pop up to 100 for a week um, and do that. I did not take it easy enough after that. So I would be really careful about kind of like uh, overuse type of injuries. I think that's kind of like was one of like the last legs that knocked me out in terms of my, my knee troubles. 
um, is that I wasn't really taking care of myself during that. So that's something like anything that you're doing wrong in terms of bad habits, it's going to get magnified over the course of a 100 mile week. If you're not normally a 100 mile week runner, um, like most of us aren't. So yeah, I'd, I'd watch out for that. And then, you know, do your stretching, do your mobility work. Scott says, what is your best tip for racing solo? I don't have very, many good tips for racing solo because I'm not very good at it. Um, I think one is to practice. That's going to be my tip. Practice it. Lifelong Meditation says, can you review the Mizuno Wave Inspire 17? Um, is that a stability shoe? I, I, I can't. I, I don't know Mizuno well enough to know which ones are the stability shoes. Um I am in contact with Mizuno and they have, they 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 always seem to email me when there's a new stability shoe and I'm like I can't, I don't I don't want to like set up for, you know, a bad experience and so like I don't I always politely decline. I'm like I definitely want to do more work with Mizuno, but like I don't want to do a stability shoe. So I'm not sure if that's it. I can I just can't do stability shoes. They hurt they hurt my feet. They hurt my knees. Ah, Brian Sanchez with the $5 super sticker. Awesome. Thanks, Brian. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Welcome and good to see you. <laughs> MC79 says, Kafuzi is dating himself with Gran Turismo 2. <laughs> that was my first racing game when he was six. <laughs> oh, I lost a lot of college to that game. A lot of college to that game. I would have I would have been a much better student had that game not ever existed. That and Goldeneye. Yeah. Those are like... Mm. Yeah, I lost a lot of time to those games. Those are really good games. Mm. Let's see, someone had a question about some Rincon ones. Where? Uh, where did that go? Mm. Hopefully, I'll oh, hopefully I'll see it. DJ Maldiv says, I miss GoldenEye so many hours. Right? That was such a fun game. I mean, there was nothing else like that. It was it was very unique. Um, Eric Trapp says, hey, Co, any tips on preventing growing pain? Comes and goes for me regardless of stretching. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it might not be a stretching issue. It might be that you have like a slight tear or a strain on the muscle, and it might need time to heal if stretching and being limber isn't helping it. The other thing that it could be in terms of the groin pain uh, is that it could be that like the amount of work that you're doing is just too much for your body to handle right now. So like uh, maybe you've ramped up really quick in terms of your level of intensity, either in terms of single workouts or over the course of like a week. So like the accumulated intensity might be too much. So you need, you might need to like, you know, ease into the workouts a little bit more. Um, so that's kind of like the things that, that I would look at if like stretching is, isn't helping it and just make sure you're taking care of yourself, staying really well hydrated and, uh, getting as much sleep as you can. <laughs> says, do you need to activate the groins? Uh, yeah, I, I, maybe, maybe I, I'm sure that there, you know, I, I would imagine all the stability work that people do for glute activation, uh, and for knee strength are probably going to help with some of those groin muscles as well. I mean, my, one of my favorite exercises that I do for, uh, just, 
I don't know that it's helping my knee, but that I do as part of my warm-up every day are the lateral squats. And I really like to get low, like much lower than most people would get for like a lateral squat. Um, and uh, I feel like that definitely stretches the groin out. So I don't know, maybe that maybe that's helping me. And not really having Karen says, overstriding can also cause groin pain. Hmm. I could see that. Uh, next, Imaginot says, would anyone happen to have any recommendations for running underwear from mid 50 degrees to mid 60 degree weather? Um, yeah, I, I gotta say, I don't think I have many different levels of running underwear as far as temperature goes. Um, yeah, so all my running underwear is just like running underwear. Uh, I like the, the liner systems from Path Projects. I like Runderwear. That's really good. And then most of the brands, like the shoe brands, will make running underwear as well. Like Nike makes it, Under Armour makes it. I'm partial to the Under Armour running underwear or just their active underwear. That, I think, is pretty good. I think Adidas probably makes running underwear too, but I don't know that I have any. Who says, as far as video games, I lost a lot of time playing Zelda Breath of the Wild. Stop playing when my son beat me to the finish uh, to finish the game first. Oh, that's interesting. My daughter has been playing um, Harry Potter Lego, Lego Harry Potter on a Nintendo Switch. Um, and she's getting pretty good at it. Like she's gotten to the point where like, you know, like there's a time where I'm like, I'm really playing the game and she's watching and she's enjoys it because she feels like she's playing the game. And now she's playing the game, which I enjoy better because I'd rather her do the driving. Um, but I'm also like, hey, when do I get to play? <laughs> All right, Sue Ann says, Mach 4s or second pair of endorphin speeds. Got a coupon and trying to decide. Ooh, well, I'll tell you, my Mach 4s just arrived yesterday. So I don't know when I'll be running in them. I don't know if I'll be running in them tomorrow, but within the next couple of days, I'll probably be going for my first run in them. Um, so that'll be coming up soon if, if, if you want to wait for it. But I think there's been plenty of other reviews out there to kind of help you decide. But... I just really love the endorphin speed. So I'm probably going to say that one. But the Mach 4 is nice. I mean, it's kind of like, I really like the way they set it up. Black with gray reflective stripe, strips on it. I mean, that's kind of like my favorite kind of running apparel. So I like that. It's got the Profly mid, midsole slash outsole. So I'm a little bit, um, I don't know, cautious about that. I don't love the way Hoka does their like rubber less outsoles so we'll see how it goes see how it goes um all right bryce says have you ever tried the brooks launch series my friend loves them and i'm looking to move on from nike uh there are some uh diehard brooks launch fans in the chat um i've not tested them out myself but i have you know hopped on a treadmill to try one i think it was a launch six um I think, is it the Revel that is kind of like taking over in terms of like where the, the, I mean, I think all the launches are just kind of staying the same because that's what Brooks likes to do. They like to make a shoe and never change it. But I think that the Revel has some more, you know, if they could change a launch, I think that's what the Revel is. I think if I'm remembering the Brooks lineup correctly. But when I tried the Brooks launch, that was before there was any DNA flash. 
Um, and the only other like brooks I had tried were like the um, the ghost and like the glycerin. Is that right? Yeah. And so I was like, oh, if Brooks wanted to make like a regular just daily trainer running shoe, the launch is it. So I do I do like the launch uh, line quite a bit. It's a good one. Mm. <laughs> Not really. Karen says next year they're gonna have to come out with the Mach Five Speed Racer. Oh, that's a great idea. I I don't know that they'll be able to get the copyright to do like a Speed Racer version, but I don't know. I'm gonna have to call up Greg Itahara and have him make me a Hoka Mach Five Speed Racer customer shoe. That's definitely something that I'd have to do. Mm. All right, let's get in a couple more and then I'm gonna get going for today. The kids are, I, I kind of owe the kids since I've been ignoring them all day. So I'd like to take them outside another time. And we've been getting lucky again. It was supposed to rain all day today, but I got in a run, a nice recovery run today. And we were able to go outside for lunchtime, which I didn't think we were gonna be able to do. I have a feeling what this is gonna end up happening is just gonna rain on every day that I wanna do a workout in the long run. That's what that means. Cause you don't ever really get lucky with Chicago weather. You just get it later at a less opportune time. But for now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna treat it as luck. Mm. Oh, there, Greg's already here. Greg, so when the Mach 5 comes out, we got some work to do. <laughs> and Greg says, don't running shorts have a liner so you don't need to wear underwear? Never heard of running underwear. Some, some running shorts don't have liners in them. And so uh, I, there's times when I kind of appreciate that. Um, I like the, sh the running shorts that don't have liners for when I want to wear long tights and then a pair of shorts on top. So there's times where I do want um, to have a liner or an unlined running short. Path Projects makes their shorts that way. Um, even like brands like TCA, uh, which is, I think they're a UK brand, but I, I like a lot of their stuff. Very affordable, pretty decent quality, you know. Um, they make an online short. I think I have like, I've been wearing a pair of either their five or their seven inch short, just like around the house. Um, very comfortable to wear. So there's, there's that. It's, a, it's also a nice way to just add pockets when you're like full tights don't have pockets is to have like an online short on top. So I think that's why a lot of those shorts will exist. It will exist. But for the most part, a lot of running shorts do have liners in them, but half tights usually don't have liners in them. So there, there's that. Seventy-six, <laughs> obsessed with the won't won't leave the groin issue. This is the next video: How to activate your groins, a runner's perspective. That's pretty much how I name my videos, though. I, uh, you're not that wouldn't be wrong. If I were gonna make a groin video, that's exactly what I would call it. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. So funny. All right. I think that's a great place to leave it for today, guys. Um, don't forget to activate your groins when you run. Um, not, to not to tease the person who acted, uh, asked about groins. I mean, I've had uh, sore groins when I was running, but, uh, but that was back in my like competitive track days. And usually it was accompanying times when I ramped up intensity too fast. Um, and so, uh, but it is funny to just say activating groins. I just, I just enjoy that, but okay. Uh, today's video still, 
I think it's done rendering now, but that'll come out soon. Um, so tomorrow I may or may not have a video. If I do, it'll be another one of those where it's just running, set to music. I'll have to go see in the footage that I captured today, you know, what I have. It was pretty dreary out today, so not, not too scenic. So there may or may not be a video tomorrow in the morning, but there will be another live stream, 3 p.m. Central Time. Hopefully I'll see you guys again. And uh, in the meantime, be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.